the, the biggest challenge for our club is is managing where we're going to race. So, you know, it's every time we race on the road, it's the traffic management plan, it's shower approval, it's police approval, it's, you know, and then we've got to start worrying about safety of the road, you've got to, you know, make sure you've got enough marshals. It's really difficult. Whereas you race where there's a facility, you essentially turn up and, and wow. everyone, everyone just, you know, gives someone a number, off they go. Wow. There you go, listeners. Off the top there was the voice of Clinton Hort, treasurer at Peel District Cycling Club. And today's chat with Clint looks at the growth of the sport here in Perth and some of the challenges that clubs face when promoting the sport and organising events for us all. And I think we'll find a bit of a trend here that, you know, clubs in Perth are looking to organise good quality racing that's challenging, fun and safe and that those really do match with what cyclists are after as well. So, yeah, this kicks off a bit of a series that I'll be doing where I'm going to chat to different clubs around this great city and get their insights into how they're promoting the sport and some of the speed humps in the way. So, yeah, first up, we've got Clint Hort from Peel, and as you'll hear, there is some ripping events coming up for us cyclists out there. So tuck in, guys. Let's go. Rock and roll. We're going to crack on with you, Clint Hort. Welcome to the Amateur Hour pod. Thanks for having me, Alan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, nice to have you over. Yeah. And um, yeah, let's talk a bit about your great cycling club, Peel District Cycling Club, okay. Savo. Let's get straight into you, though, first, mate. Um, what's your role at the club? All right, we'll start. It's, it's not my club. It's uh, it's the, the members' club. So, um, you know, and that's the way I look at it. I'm, I'm you know, my role is the treasurer. Uh, so, essentially... You know, by the by, the constitutional or the lay of the law is all, all my role is to count the money. You know, I just count the money, collect the money, count it, make sure the club's in the financial position. But, but as you know, when you're part of a committee, it's so much more than that. It's um, yeah, it's all about the club, and it's all about making sure that we're able to provide those pathways and that, that, at that grassroots level. So, and that's that's why we look at it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I suppose the reason I got involved is is I don't like the idea of corporatisation of sport. It's particularly, um, yeah, particularly grassroots stuff. So, you know, passionate. Well, yeah, passionate, and and I, I've got a firm view. You've got to give back when you when you can. And you know, at the time, probably four or five years ago, when I got involved in the community, the club needed some help. So, yeah, I got in and started helping. And yeah, your life changes. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five years is a yeah. chunk of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been great though. Like I, I really yeah. enjoy, really enjoy what we're doing. Um, I really enjoy the club. It's and and the culture's building really well slowly. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's yeah. Good. yeah. Oh, good mate. Yeah. Um, bang in likes and dislikes of the role. Um, look, I really enjoy working with our volleys. You know, our volunteers, everyone that helps out around the club. They're amazing people. Um, you know, we've got we've got such a great a great group um, from guys on the committee to those that just want to help. You know, um, you know, we've got a heap of you know 
people that stand on the corners for us, you know, they wave flags, they, they, they um, you know, stop cars and cop abuse from motorists, um, you know, to the guys on the committee that, that just get on and do the stuff, you know, get on and do it. And it's all for love. It's all for volunteers. It's, um, it's amazing. And, you know, it's just the, the rewards are, are fine, you know, um, but it, it can be quite rewarding um, watching watching kids grow and watching, you know, yeah. people hit their goals. You yeah. Know? That's what it's all about. It's all yeah. about those those pathways, you know, just just get those those access points so people can flourish, you know, it's, um, it's yep. good. Yep. Yeah. There's a lot of regular faces which have been, you know, in the four years I've been around, still the same people volunteering yep. in the corners and yep. at the desk. And yep. so, yeah, those relationships must be strong. Yeah, they're yeah. strong and, and they get strong and they get, they get challenged at times, you know, you, you know, not everyone yep. sees eye to eye, you know, but, yep. but, you know, we're fairly, we're a fairly new group together, really, uh, when you think about it. And, when you think about the history of the club, you know the club's been going for thirty years yep. plus. Yeah. Um, and it's almost the history of the soccer club. So it started with a with a group of mates. Yep. And our club was so with a group of mates, and and we're really lucky with you know Stan Fennell and um, Tony Bermerick and you know um, old Douglas Dawson and, and the guys. They they do they did an amazing job to set the club up for us and. And and they were at the helm for 15, 20 years, right? And, and yeah. then, and and you start to see with, with lots of clubs, you see a lot of churn or a lot of turmoil when when they start to leave or um, trying to hand over the reins. And yeah, and I suppose we went through that. Yeah, um, four or five years ago. That's how okay. I, that's how I got involved. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But you know, yeah, clubs. It's good. Yeah, it's a great club. Yeah. Yeah. yeah great. Love love to see more. Love to see more social stuff. Yep. But um, you know, there's challenges around that. But you know, there's at, at the at the crux of it is a really strong, really solid cycling club. You know? yep. so, yeah, it's good. Good mate. Mm. Uh, dislikes. <laughs> um, uh, look, I, I'm a fairly straight shooter, so you know, I, I don't like people saying they'll do stuff and they don't. You know, um, I don't like. At, at times, you know, the score can be quite clicky. I don't, I don't like that. Um, and I don't like, in, in some instances, there's there's a sense of entitlement by by some some members. But you know, that's that you get that in all in all circles, I suppose. So you do. You just got to manage that and, yep. and work through it. But you know, at the end of the day, you just can't let that sort of stuff get to you. And yep. Just, just keep going. So, yep. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, right. yeah. The volunteers is um yeah a huge part of it. And um, so with that, we've got some big races coming up. Yeah. And yeah, here's a chance today to talk to listeners about what you guys have all put together for the second half of the road winter season. Um, so what are we? We're now August. We're in August. And yep. we've just pretty much gone past the halfway mark of the winter season. Yeah. Um, yep. And there's some gems coming up in the calendar. Yeah, there is. Look, we've, we've had a few changes, unfortunately, with our, with our calendar. But the, the big race coming up, obviously, is well, we're starting to come into classic season, uh, I suppose, and, and that's where that's where my passion is, I suppose, is, is the is the is the classic races around what the clubs put on. So um, you know, we're lucky enough this year to see you know Midland Midland Cycling Club put on the Middle One Hundred again, which mm. was, was amazing to see. Mm. Um, you know, I, I snuck out Calgary for the uh, the Calgary Classic, which is an a cracker race. It's yep. the first time I've done it, but yep. you know, just a great race. And, and see the clubs do that. You know, you've got the the Collie Donnybrook coming up, 
96th anniversary, I think it is. Yep, 25th. 21st of August. 21st of yep. August. Yep. You know, that is a classic handicap, you know, and it, it just deserves the support of the supporters of the cycling community. Like they can't run, you know, it's run by a club, and, and College Cycling Club has probably four people on the committee or you know, probably 10 members overall. It's, it's not a big club right. at all. Yeah. And, you know, they just, just deserve the support. They do an amazing job yeah. for for cycling WA and it's grassroots as well. Yeah. But 96 years of running one race, it's just amazing. It's crazy. So, yeah. So that's a, a, and a brutally hard. That's a tough, tough course, tough all, race. All yeah. the races that you remember are the ones where during it you were suffering. Yeah. But the minute you finish the line, you're, that oh, that was the best race. Yeah. And that's that race. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then after that um, is the, the Peel Classic in, in September. We had to move it. Unfortunately, uh, you know, it was, it was slated for October 3, but we've had to bring it forward a week to September 26, and, and that was all around approvals with the Shire. Um, there's a log chopping competition in, in Jaredale, in, in Jaredale yeah. on, the, on the 3rd of October, so if you want to go to that, go for your life. Yeah. The week before is when the race is. And, um, yeah. And, and, you know, we, we, we changed the course last year because we, yeah, it's interesting. We had to change the course because we, we couldn't afford to run the race we wanted to run um, with, with traffic management. The you other know, traffic management costs were up $15,000 of the course we wanted to run. So we reviewed it and we think we've come up with the crack course around Jaredale. You know, starting Jaredale, it's not supposed to be raced down the hill, but it is. Yep. And then a race back up the hill. Yeah. Um, yep. And three laps for A grade. 130 yep. k's. Yep. You know, 3,000 meters of climbing almost. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah tough that's race. a real race. Tough race. Yeah. 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 So, so that's coming up. Um, now that's yeah linked with Australian cycling. Is that it? Is yeah. I was cycling. Talk about now. I was cycling. Um, you know, Matt Pointer is doing a pretty good job actually. With um, since he's come on with odd cycling and and you know he's looking to to set up one of the toughest races in in WA is the state state championship and um so you know we're going to run the in conjunction with the, the classic uh a grade will be you know state elite championship which is wow. just amazing yeah 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 and we'll run a b grade well the under 19 state championship as well which will be essentially the b grade course so, yeah 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 so it's really good to see really good to see and um open under 19 women uh women open as well yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yep. so the, the classic is, you know, we will run men and women A to D grade essentially. Yeah, so yep. eight punches on the road. Yeah, eight commissaires. Yeah, yeah, um, eight lead vehicles. It's 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 really hard to, to manage, but but the course, the way the course is set up, makes it a bit easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, heading out to Bonington. No, no, no. Where's no, it starts in Jaredale. Yeah. And head straight out to the Southwest Highway, straight down the hill. Yep. Southwest Highway. Yep. Down Southwest Highway for ten k's, and then yep. up Kingsbury Drive. Oh, so yeah, back back through the dam. Yeah. Um, back in the Jaredale. Ah, so like, that's the same as last. Same year. as last year. We're going there again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. It'll be a cracker, cracker day. It'll be amazing. Yeah, that course was hotly received last year, and there's a yeah. huge turnout. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So, yeah, three laps of that course. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad I'm not riding. Yeah, actually. yeah. <laughs> and so with the volunteers, so obviously you got you know times eight here, or you got a lot. Are they yeah. all coming from Peel? Are they coming from across? What's what's the Look, uh, rollout? With we're, we're lucky. We're lucky with those with the classic. We get a lot of 
old members come out because uh, I just want to watch the race. We get a lot of uh, volunteers from other clubs help out as well. Uh, you know, the lead, ve- lead vehicles. Are you organising all that now? Yeah, we're starting, we're starting to organise yep. that now. Yep. Uh, we're probably two months out, so yep. the approvals are all in. Um, you know, the, the big stuff. We're starting to work, yeah, all the big stuff's in, the traffic management plans, you know, done. that's with main roads at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it's all pretty well set and ready to go. So, but it's the volleys that, that help. Um, you know, we probably need eight lead vehicles and, and eight follow vehicles uh, just for the safety aspect of that. Um, yeah, so, and the best place to watch a race is right behind it. So, yep, yeah. yep, yep, so, exciting. It is exciting, yeah, can't wait. Um, just, and the other yeah. thing is with, with that race, it's probably, yeah. you know, it's unfortunate that the, the big teams like Bellafit and you know, the Dome team and, and stuff, they can't race. Well, they can't travel to race because of COVID restrictions and stuff. So, yeah. So it's really good to be able to put a, a solid race on for them and, yeah, and see how they go. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay. So giving everything a bit more purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah great. Um, does, has, so West Cycle, have they played a big, big part in this as well? West Cycle. Do you want to talk a bit about their role? Yeah, well, we can talk about West Cycle. It might be a bit contentious, but, uh, you know, West, there's West Cycle and there's Oz Cycling. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so West Cycle, West Cycle um, now are purely, from what I can see, is they're purely involved in the participation of, of cycling. Yeah. Uh, they're, you know, it's all about, you know, they are supposedly... The um, the peak cycling body in West Australia, and they suppose they supposedly uh, represent the interests of all cycling. As far as I'm concerned, they don't represent um, cycling sport at all, um, which is really disappointing. Um, so, you know, yeah, but. West Cycle, you know, it's from what I can see, you know, West Cycle should be about advocacy. It should be about, um, you know, helping build the sport. And, and and they're very strong in recreation. So they're very strong with, you know, getting cycling. So you've got an arm of recreation. Yeah. Yep. So they're very strong getting cycle paths. So yep. all the cycle paths, amazing work in the yep. city. But, yep. you know, as a club, we don't need cycle paths. We need a facility, you know, and that's... The facility is what's holding us back, and and we've been trying to get a facility in our area for twenty years, and um, and it's that's a real struggle, and and it's what's holding us back. Yeah, we can't get them. You yep. know, you look at you look at uh, the big sports, so the big sports of um, yeah. you know, cricket, yep. soccer, yep. rugby. Yep. You know, as soon as they get ten teams, they get another oval. Yep. You know. Yeah. We're we're essentially filling. The equivalent of ten teams every weekend, mm-hmm. and we're still playing on the roads, mm-hmm. which is you know it's a real concern. And it's a concern for the sport. So it's probably the biggest threat to the sport. With the facilities so, comes yeah. more the professionalisation of it and the opportunities for yeah the training, the resources, the quality of the resources can help lift the quality of the performance. Yeah, I actually think the facilities are all about grassroots. So it's where it starts. It's where so it starts. Them the opportunities yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Towards, yeah. to work towards a goal yeah. of professionalism. Yeah, and that's yeah. what we're all about. So as a, yeah. as a club, we're all about offering that access and that opportunity for, for people. For what's out there, where you can go. People come in yeah. and try the sport and, and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and what people do from that is up to them. But as long as we're supplying the opportunity um, and the access, you know, it, it, it allows the kids to come through or, you know, kids we have 
we have so many people coming to the sport at all ages, but it allows them to come through, try it out, and if they, they like it, they hang around, if they don't, they can do something else. But you know, when you see the kids come through and they develop and then they go off and do amazing things, yep. um, you know, that's what makes it all worthwhile. But you can't, you can't do that unless you have somewhere to, to allow them to do it, you know. Um, or and, if you're fighting and scrapping each time for a place to yeah, to do it. Yeah, and where your resources could be put elsewhere, time and resources. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the the biggest challenge for our club is is managing where we're going to race. So, you know, it's every time we race on the road, it's the traffic management plan, it's shower approval, it's police approval, it's you know, and then we've got to start worrying about the safety of the road. You got to you know make sure you got enough marshals. It's really difficult. Whereas you race where there's a facility, you essentially turn up and and wow. everyone, everyone just you know gives someone a number off they go. Wow. You know, so yeah. Yeah. that's why we like racing the motorplex. Yep. Because it's it's easy to manage. Banana motorplex. At, at, yeah, yep. banana motorplex. Yep. Um it's safe or as safe as we can make it. Yes. There's, there's no vehicle movements, yep. which is which makes all it of a sudden your time and admin has just been slashed. Yeah. You don't have to pay for toilets because they're yep. there. Yep. You, know? yep. um, you don't have to organise for a toilet to be put on yep. site and picked up. You don't have to organise traffic management to be there. Um, so, and, and that sort of stuff really helped the sport, you know. Um, so there's a bit of frustration. and There's a lot um, of frustration, yeah. And the frustration is getting, getting you know, participation up. You know, kids particularly and women, you know, particularly, you know, they're, they're very risk yeah, averse. Good to hear touch very, on that. Yeah, yeah. very risk averse. And, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, you know, when you, you know, it, it's different racing blokes. You know, blokes, middle aged men get together and they, you know, all of a sudden the testosterone comes down and they don't, they don't care. The, they, the they, big thing that pushes them. Yeah, yep. they push them and they yep. love the thrill of, you know, racing the bikes on an open road. Yeah. There's nothing better. Yep. You know, but, yep. you know, you get parents um, who look for a safe sport for the kids, and they look at cycling and go, "Yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure." Yeah, you know, there's, you know, who's looking after the kids? You know, where, you know, yeah. where the cars can't control. There's not so much you can't control. Um, mm. And women are the same. Mm. You know, they, you know, they have analyze and yeah, and, yeah. They, right, this they, is. Yeah, they, they're very maternal. You know, they, yeah. they want to look after themselves. They look after yeah. themselves. They look after the family, yeah. etc. And yeah. I, I don't want to sound, yeah. sound sexist, Perfect. but but it's just a different way we're wired. Yeah. Um, and and it just pulls back on the risk. So when you take the cars out or take the roads out of the equation, you get so much yeah. better participation. And you'll see that you see that with uh, women participation in crits. Yep. Versus women participation yeah. on the road. Yeah. You know, yeah, you so, do. Um, mm. Winter, summer, maybe it's timing, I don't know, you know, because we race Saturday afternoon um, in in yep. winter. Yep. Probably clashes with a lot of sport as well. Family day. Yeah. Yep. Young kids. Um, yep. Yeah. Where it's quick Sunday yep. morning. Maybe there's something for that. But it's more open. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and with a smaller circuit, you can offer more. You can offer, you know, women's women's specific racing or kids racing just go a bit longer from the day. Um, sure. So much easier to manage. Yeah. So. Actually, now, yeah. Now that you yeah, talk about 
how important that facility becomes. Yeah, that's just huge. Yeah, yeah. It, it is huge. And, and you know, I, I've, I've got to um, you know, give a lot of credit to, to Chris Howard up in Northern Northern Beaches Cycling Club, who's fought for fought for years up, up there to, and then finally, well, to develop a facility up in Wanneroo, Splendid, Splendid Park. Yep. Um, you know, that'll be up and running in sort of six, eight months' time, by the sounds of it, which is which would be amazing for the sport. But you know, it's probably too far away from our club. It's you know, 80, yep. 80 90 k's from, yep. from from our base. Yep. Um, but it'll be amazing for the sport. You know, um, they just got to use it. It's got to get out there and race every every weekend. Yeah. You know? So, so be, yeah, interesting uh, to see how that works up there. Yeah. Regards to participation and um, yeah. yeah, how the events start to. To pop the heads up, yeah, and then um, it's a good argument for you to use if it is working well for conversations that come. Yeah, yeah. well, well, it is. It, it's a great argument to use. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just, I was disappointed that you know we've we've been working with. It's been twenty years. It's been twenty years. We've we've had conversations um, with local councils. We've done four or five feasibility studies uh, on facilities over that time. Uh, we've been promised three, four facilities over that time, and then, Ouch. yeah, and then they get they almost get pulled away from you because of the more popular sports, you know. And it, you know, just down the road from from my home is um, currently being built the Belt Ibis uh, Sporting Complex, and that was the latest promise from the City of Rockingham that we'll build your crit track around the Belt Ibis Sporting Complex, but it was moved, the complex was moved, um, and the cycling was dropped, which is mm. very, very frustrating. Sorry to uh, hear that. Yeah, yeah, very frustrating. So, but there's other options, you know, there's, there's more options and, and the popularity of the sport uh, lately has sort of opened a few doors. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's plenty of things sort of going on still to, to be able to do that. But yeah, we'd like to be in a position now to have a facility, not something in a few yeah. years time. Yeah, so, well, yeah touched on that right now um is the participation yeah, yeah. since last year with uh, COVID and there was a bit of a spell with racing and things and then returning from the shutdown here um yeah. when races re restarted there was an increase there was an increase in men there was an increase in women yeah. um not sure about juniors but yeah what did you notice there it's been a massive increase since yeah. since the COVID shutdown in in March I suppose it was March last year um, you know, well, luckily we're, we're, we weren't affected that much as a club. We were probably affected by three, four races, I suppose. Yeah. Um, last year, but when we came back, geez, we couldn't believe it. We couldn't believe the the um, the numbers we were getting, the participation. I, you know, <laughs> I think our first race back was in Cajarina. Yep. And you know, we had 120 starters, 130 starters, and we couldn't jam everyone in the road. Yep. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was madness. Yeah, it was. It mm. was, and and the appetite just went up. And I don't think there's been any too many new faces, but a lot more regular faces coming through, coming down, which is okay, which is good. There's certainly a lot more people on bikes. You know, you know, you look at shop rides around the place and all the bunch rides there. They've, they've grown massively over the last sort of two years. It's, it's unbelievable. Our, our membership's gone you know, from, I think we had about 170 members 
two and a half years ago to 250. That's great. Yeah, it's amazing. So um, just keeps just keeps on growing. So, but we're doing things differently as well. Yeah. Okay. So let's just quickly talk about you know. So we've got A through to E grade. Yep. Yep. Um, we've got waiting lists now for A grade, for B grade, yep. C grade. Yeah. Um, are they going to D grade? And what are some of the strategies you're putting in place with that? All right. Waiting lists. It's <laughs> interesting. We. We, we, um, there's a bit of a story behind why we've got a waiting list. You know, we, we went to um, the online registrations probably after, probably two and a half years ago when we started it. We had a big day in Casarina. We couldn't handle people just rolling up. You know, we had 120 starters. We had people waiting to, to register because we are processing more on the, on the day. So we started off with entry bias. Um, and I, I think that's made a big change for the club. You know, it's, it's increased visibility of what we've what we've seen come through. It helps us plan for the day. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we 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 got a lot of growth in the fields, and um, and we saw a lot of uh, a lot of issues come up, like our courses, our road course in particular. You know, we used to have Serpentine, Casarina, we used to have Wandy, you know, we yep. still have Casarina and Dog Hill. Yeah. But as as the popularity popularity grew, the bunches got bigger and bigger. Yeah. And they got harder and harder to manage. Yeah. We've got forty starters, forty five starters in in B and C grade, and, and you know it it makes the bunches quicker for a start. Uh, it also makes them more dangerous. And and when when we're seeing um, Punches spread all over the road. You know, it, it, it makes it makes the, the racing quite dangerous. Um, we can't control we can't control traffic. Yeah. You know, we can we can stop them, we can direct them, but at the end of the day, cars coming towards you, we can't control. You know, mm -hmm. we can't control what goes on. We can't control people's actions in the bunch. Yep. Um, and we just felt, you know, particularly at Dog Hill and Casarino, I suppose, both those courses are quite narrow. Um, you know, Dog Hill along Young Road is is quite narrow. Yep. And the issue's not with one bunch. So it's not with one bunch, but it's when two come together or when when two, when the slower bunch or a fast bunch comes past and yep. tries to pass a slower bunch. And all of a sudden, 40 rides becomes 80 or 45 becomes 90, you know, in, in the space of 200 metres on the road. It's it's a lot of a lot of cyclists, a lot of chaos. Um, Mm. And it can be quite dangerous. So, um, so with the wait list, you've gone with all right. How can we do one thing here? Obviously, there's other factors yeah. to go with safety, but this, the wait list give you some control over safety. Yeah, well, well, it does. We, we yeah. made a decision as a community to limit the numbers, limit yeah. the numbers in the bunch, um, and we we set that number. At, we start. We firstly set it at thirty five. Um, and we didn't see any improvement in the behaviour of the bunch, so we've gone. We've got to reduce it again. So we've gone went to, went back to thirty. And about the same time, we we, we made um, registrations through entry boss mandatory, so that we can manage that. Right? So um, on entry boss, we just set a, a, a limit of thirty. You got as soon as it hits thirty, you go on yep. the wait list. Yeah. It's probably the last thing we want to do, you know, because. 
because you know at Casuarina, at last race at Casuarina, we had 115 starters and we had 30 we turned away, 30 people we turned away, which you know it's, you don't want to be doing that. We do don't want to be doing it. It's 35 percent of your your audience you're turning away. Mm. We don't want to be doing it, but mm. we we feel we've got to do it because um, we're not seeing the behaviour we want mm. in a bunch. Mm. So. You know, when you've got people crossing the, crossing the line, or we've got people, you know, going wide on corners, going around stuff. Yeah, it's not the world championships. It's not. it's, yeah. a, it's a club race. Yeah, you know, we we put it on. We put it on to 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 help you develop and help help our members. You know, feed the need, but grow the sport, grow the sport, all that sort of stuff. But we don't want the last thing we want is someone having an accident, hitting a car, or doing that sort of stuff. So we've got to do as a committee. You've got to do what you've got to do to to um, make sure you manage that as best you can. Um, so that's why we we restricted to thirty. Yep. Love to see more. Love to see more. But um, it just comes down to the courses, and again, it comes down to facilities. You know, on the motorplex, we won't restrict a bunch. Well, if we need to, we'll extend the time of running the day. Um, but we won't restrict, won't restrict a bunch of stuff. So the last race was the Kames there Kames. at Kanata. Yep. Was there a cap? No, there was no cap. There's no cap. And we had 37 starters in C grade and I think it was about 35 in B and we had them on the course at the same time. And you know, from what I understand, there's no issues when they... There was none. That B yep. grade come past. And yep. There was no issues. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it, something we don't want to do, but, you know, due to the course, and so we'll restrict the bunch on the road courses, except for the classic, because yep. the classic we can run without bunches passing each other. Right. Yeah. Um, but with um, with the, the small ten k courses around Casuarina, yeah, your two go tos, yeah, yeah, and Dog Hill, yeah, we just got to restrict them, yeah. And and the other the other reason we do it is is to protect the course. It's not not just protect the people, yeah. It's also protect the course because you know there's a couple of people around Dog Hill that don't want us there, yeah. Um, and every time we race, of course, problems. You know, there's been tack attacks. There's been you know, things thrown at thrown at um at bunches we've had we've had a car almost run over one of our one of our uh, marshals you know just because he was being an idiot you know going around the bunch and pretty scary. Went around the car went around the corner alongside the road it's 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 quite scary it's quite aggressive you just got to protect people from that so that's that's what we do that's what we do um got a facility wouldn't have that wouldn't have the issue you know just you run bigger bunches, have one bunch on the course at once and run longer. You know? And you can also do some specific stuff for women and children and, and all that sort of stuff, you know. So yeah. It's good, mate. Um, we've, um, yeah, been cracking along with the races a lot lately, uh, my, my mates, and yeah, we look at the wait list and we're sharing around really quickly, you know, make sure you do um, jump in. So where are we? You've made us aware. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the best decision is when both parties are kind of unhappy with the decision. Yeah. And at times cyclists are a bit unhappy and you guys aren't happy because you're turning people away. Um, so it's probably the happy medium for the moment. Yeah. Um, Hi, I'm Mitch Stocker and you're listening to Amateur Hour with Alistair Evans. If you're not listening to this, you're probably listening to Life in the Peloton.
So we've got a fantastic event coming up. Um, do you want to go through with listeners the um, KMS coming up? Yeah, look, this it's really interesting. It came about um, when we announced the 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 road championship. So you know, I've done a lot of work with Matt Pointer and, and the other clubs to to make sure we have a road championship this year, uh, state championship. Uh, it's as you probably see, it's spread out. So you know, there's juniors. I think it's under 15, 17s are doing the their state champs and at. Uh, Collie Donnybrook, so they're doing a separate course at the yep. Collie Donnybrook. Yeah, that's been sponsored by the Junior Cycling Foundation, which is amazing. You know, it's really good to really good to see. Yep. We 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 set up the the elite championships, state championships with the Peel Classic, which I think is a great move, and it's really easy to accommodate. The Masters state championships will be done at the um, Australian Masters Games, so they'll. That'll be essentially the Masters Championships. Um, that's in Perth later in the year. Big event to get teeth into, actually. Um, and so we had a bit of a gap, and we're contacted by Andrew Bannister, I think he's uh, the national paracycling champion. Um, so, hey, great to see all these state championships. What about paracycling championship? And we're going, you know, it's a bit remiss of us not to do it. So we thought, well, we can. Um, so, you know, Matt and I put our heads together and to work out how we could do it. And, you know, Motorplex is the answer because it's safe. And at the same time, we'll run the, the under 11, under 13 state champs because it's on the road. Yeah. Um, and we thought, well, we've got the course all day. Let's run an 80K, 80K Kameeks championship for you know, open. An open champ for men and 60K for women. So... Wow. That'll be a big day, big day yeah. for racing. Um, so this is Saturday the 28th of August? Saturday the 28th of August, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, unfortunately, we had to move the... We had planned for the juniors, the under 11, under 13s, to do the state champs at Dog Hill um, the week before, but... Oh, two weeks before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we just thought we'd move it because it's a better course, it's safer for those kids, and, and maybe we'll get a few more. So... Um, yeah, so it'd be a big day of racing. It'd be amazing, actually. Right? Yeah. And, and a straight open champ, open championship. Anyone can turn up and race. Yeah. So you go. Yeah. It should be, should be good fun. And look, if you're not interested in the, in in competing for the state championship, we'll have a support race as well. So um, Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So how does yeah. that work on the day? Oh, that'll be just like a club race. Yeah. You know? It'll be men's and women separately. Yeah. You know, turn up and, turn up and, and yep. race and yeah, yep. we'll, we'll work it out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Okay, what we do is to how many people how many people nominate. So, oh wow! Yeah, so you know it's all built around the paracycling stuff, and and um, I think it's look. I think we we've got to do it. You know, we just got to got to support these guys. It's, it's the same as as the grassroots cycling. You've got to give them the access and opportunity to race. And again, that's where a facility comes in. You know, if you have a facility, you know, it's it's safe for for the paracyclists to go and race, and yeah. Yeah. Right, great. So grow, grow the sport again. You know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, so that will be a big day out at Quinana Motorplex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the week before that, yeah, got the under at Collie Donnybrook is the Collie Donnybrook under fifteens, under seventeens, seventeens. Yeah, yep. under nineteens at the Peel Classic on the yep. 20... 25th of September, something like that. Twenty sixth of September. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So they're, they're spread out, but but at least a state championship for for each age group. Yeah. So you've been really obviously as a committee, you've had to be really flexible and 
with everything that's come across you. And um, now with it locked in, it must be quite a big breath out. Now we can start to lock in the big ticket items now that they're all locked in. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been fun and games for you. Well, right? it's amazing. You, you, you almost say it goes in waves, but it doesn't. You know, it's, right. just, it's just constant. So you get you get the season locked away, um, and then you know things change or things pop up. You need to need to adjust for so that's hence, certainly in the moment too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at the moment, you just got to plan to be flexible. Yeah, you just got to plan that way. Yep. Um, and then you know, once you get set, you all start thinking about the next season, which is summer. You know, so you know we're fully in the swing of of um, you know, planning the summer season out. We've had had meetings with uh, cycling. Yeah. Um, you know, we've, we've had you know. Dan from Rouchard's is there, you know, we've RCC. Got, yeah, RCC, yep. we've got the West Coast Masters calendar. So, yep. you know, we're all we're all aligned for, for summer. And I've got to tell you, the summer racing calendar looks amazing. Looks absolutely fantastic. Insane. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so just there, so you've got the three kind of biggest racing clubs, RCC, no disrespect again to anybody else that I'm, from my knowledge, but RCC, West Coast Masters and yourself. So the three of you are all in contact and yep. when it comes to that summer schedule. Yeah, yeah. And you would have been for the winter schedule as well. Yeah, yeah. Winter's really, really about us and West Coast Masters, yep. and obviously the classic events. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we we plan a calendar around the, those classic events. So we, we get get those dates, let them you know let them be on their on their date. It's usually, it's usually the same date, like you know, College Only books the yep. third third Saturday in August every year. Yeah. Um, the the Cowboy Menzies races on yep. the long weekend in June. So you yep. know you know when they are. So just plan the season around that. Um, you know, in winter it's easy. We race Saturday afternoon, Masters race Sunday. Yep. Uh, but summer, it's all Sunday morning. Um, and we work it pretty well, actually. So look, I'm, I'm actually I'm a member of both West Coast Masters and Peel. So yep. so you want it to want it to all work out. Um, yeah. We clash with Masters, but but we offer racing for the younger members more than the than the masters. Yeah, you do. Um, what do you mean you clash with masters? Well, we race at the same time. We race the same days, essentially. West Coast Masters. Yeah, on, on in summer. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sunday yep. mornings. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but having done you know last summer and um, yeah, the the clash isn't really that noticeable not, at all. No, it's not. Uh, and you can really and it's you know throughout January, um, you know, yeah, you're just lucky to have. Uh, races on and um so i think yeah actually it's not a bad bad clash at all there's yeah. you can really look ahead and schedule in your races for january february march yeah yeah, yeah. Um, good. and and richard's you know they um they do an amazing job as well so yeah. you know we, we sit down and we work out the calendar together and yeah if you try and work through any clash and last year we had probably a couple but this year, I can tell you, there's none. It's, um, yeah, it's, if it all goes to plan, then there'll be, we'll put on 10 races. I'll put on 10 races and it'll be a massive season. That will be a huge contrast to 24 months earlier yeah. um, when there wasn't much on yeah. crit wise in January yeah. 29. Um, yeah, 2020, 20, yeah, 2020, January 2020, yeah. it was bare slim pickings. Yeah. So um, that's a sign that communication has gone ramped up. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, and the, obviously the participation is ramped up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to be grateful for from a cyclist's point of view with yeah. how that how that's changed. But it's not you know, the the, scene, the cycling scene in Perth is amazing at the moment. It's, yeah. it's not just road cycling. You look at 
look at cyclocross. You know, they're yeah. doing they're doing amazing stuff. Ramping. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. doing amazing stuff. You know, that are racing almost every every week or every second week. Yeah. Um, so if you're into time trials, you got got an option. If you're into um, you know, cyclocross, you want to get dirty, you got plenty of options there. Mm. You know? And they're doing amazing things. They, they, those guys are doing a great job. So, mm. um, yeah, but yeah, interest seems like yeah, there's this uh, joint joint responsibility from these clubs to grow the sport. Yeah, um, and no one's put it, being a stick in the mud, and you know you're all yeah got the same long term goal in mind. Which yeah. Is, yeah, yeah, increased participation. Yeah, great. Yeah. That's what it's all about. But we need to you know same old thing. We need the government to come on board. Yeah, and, and help us out with the facility. Right. So let's talk about the dollar. Yeah, um, yeah, we talked a bit before about. Yeah. Um, costs with getting roads and, and courses. So, Peel Classic's coming up this year. Yep. And you talked before about, yeah, you've got eight grades racing. So, um, yeah, what are, what are the costs for this day looking like? And, yeah, it's a volunteer sport. So, yeah, take through with listeners the financial side of an event like this. Uh, look, the Classic is probably, oh, it's, a, it's an interesting event. Um, you've got it when you plan, when you plan for a big race. <clears throat> You've got a plan for the number of participants. So, you know, we sort of budget on 200, maybe 220 on a, on a good day turning up for, for the classic. So you set the pricing based on based on your costs and, um, and you know, your expected, expected participation number. And, you know, invariably it comes out pretty even. So like last year, um, we were lucky to have some sponsors come on board, you know, and they're all the great bike shops. You've got... Um, uh, Lake Spikes. Yep. You got a great member of the team. Yep. Tony Baker and Co. <laughs> Tony Baker and yep. Co. Yep. You got, um, you know, the bike place in Belle Isles. So yep. They do a great. Yep. Callum Henderson. Yeah. Callum and the team. Yep. And, you know, they're, they're always at, at the races. Yep. Katie Cycles come on board. And, and obviously, Fleet and Nikki down down in uh, Mandra, uh, they do an amazing job for us. So, you know, have them come on board and essentially put the prize money for us last year, which is, which is amazing. Um, Mm. You know they really help us out, but at the end of the day, the club comes out relatively even. You know, yep. if we if we make a thousand bucks on that event, we're, 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 we're yep. doing pretty well. Yep. So um, yeah, and and it's probably the same across the season. You know, we the club we're lucky enough that you know the people before us who set the club up um, have have left us a club in a pretty sound financial position. So we're able to. You know, we're able to do a lot of stuff as long as we, you know, protect what the club's got. And you know, at the end of the year, we probably, you know, I've been treasurer for four years, and I think we made thousand bucks one year. We lost two thousand bucks the year after. Um, and this year, we'll probably go a little bit better. But you know, as long as we're pretty close, it's it's all right. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, we we amortise and we we. Um, you know, cost in the replacement of all that equipment, all that sort of stuff. So, you know, you're always looking for the future, but yeah, but um, yeah, it's just a matter of yeah, imagine what we got. Yeah, but that's how it is. It's, it doesn't make it doesn't make any money, no, um, and and rightfully so, I think. You know, we're we're not a not for profit, um, we're here for the sport and we're here to 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 grow those grassroots. So, you don't want to be gouging, you just want to be recovering costs, you know? yeah, and we sell pretty close to the wind, but it works. Yes, I. Yeah. It's good. Prizes, I suppose. It's something new. We Prizes? You might have seen the prizes. Yeah, the prizes on the weekend. 
at the Motorplex. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, has been a good feel. Yeah, look, it's it's good. Um, we're, we're starting to 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 offer prizes for podiums, which is which is good. It all came about it all came about from our wind up. You know, we've had the wind up every year. We have a wind up, and um, it's usually the Peel Estate. What it costs is a thousand dollars to put on a wind up, but that thousand dollars has to be spent on wine. So you know, we've got cases and cases of wine, and we don't drink it all because we're yeah, cycles for some reason. Yeah. So all it ends up in my cupboard. Um, That's a disgrace. Yeah, well, it is. <laughs> it is. So we, we, we're sitting around one night and um, at, at the meeting, and someone mentioned prize. I thought, well, you know, I've got all this, all this stuff. Yeah, in there. So you know, um, Tim and Amadine have started to put together prize prize boxes. Yeah, which are great. You know, yeah. just something. It's not it's not expensive, but there's something to give back and say, hey, congratulations. Here's a go and have bag of popcorn or a bottle of wine or, you know, yeah it's yeah it's really good yeah, yeah. i think you've got to have that and um yeah. previously there wasn't that there so when i say it's been a good no i'm just saying when it's been a good feel yeah. we're humans mate and we're competitors yeah. so when you uh get there it's nice to have something a little bit of a passing on the cake and yeah it's been yeah really well received well yeah. done guys it, it, it is it's probably something that um people don't realize about the club you know west coast masters they offer cash prize every every race. There's cash on the line, which yep. is I'm good on them. It's, it's it's good to see. Um, Peel, as far as I know, I've never done that. Um, or if they have, it's, you know, I've, I've been a member for a dozen years. And yep. I haven't seen it. But um, but what we do do, what Peel does do, is is a, is a cruise. So we crew funds um, throughout the year, and we we hand out prize money at the end of the year in in the winder for things like the rider of the year competition or you know so there's certain races like the just mention these now so if you can off the top of your head what are some yeah. of the things that are at the end of the year because i don't think the attendance to the wind-ups has been what you guys would have wanted no no the wind-up so, is very poorly attended which is so how can you how can you promote that well uh, look what's what's there we, we promote we, we, we promote we've got the date set yes so it's on every Every um, email we send out, it's yep. like, there's a date on there for our wind up. You know, yep. it's, it's on. I'm pretty sure it's the third of November or second of November. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's right of the there, year. It's right. Well, we have we give around give away about four and a half thousand dollars in prize money. Yeah. At, at our wind up. Yeah. Um, and that that includes the right of the year for our road, um, and our criterion series. There's a time trial. Some time trial prizes as well. Yep. But also this weekend or next weekend, yep. Our um, the handicap, Katrina. The President's Cup handicap. Yep. You win a President's Cup. You win a, a cup plus this cash on the line um, for the fastest time. So it's the, the prizes are for um, first, second, third, um, and then there's fastest time, first, second, third, and then there's fastest women, first, second, third. Awesome. Um, and it all gets paid out at the um, at the uh, awards wind up, yeah. Um, in November, the wind up is a great day. You know, to turn up. We do the AGM as well, so it's a bit of a maybe. That's why, maybe that's why people don't turn up for the wind up. Yeah, mate. Because the AGM, yeah. but it but does, the AGM does scare got, a few people away. Well, the AGM is something you got yep. to do, and yep. on the AGM is interesting. You're not going to get you're not going to get roped into anything unless unless you want to get roped into it. Yeah. You know, no one said no one's holding their gun to anyone's head. Yep. No, but. You know, we need the need members to support it to be showing interest in the club, so you know you can actually plan and get stuff done. But so that's a trade off. Come to the wind up or come to the AGM, and then we'll have a wind up. 
Yeah, after, after that. Um, What's the venue this year? Uh, well, the venue is currently Peel Estate. Yep. But we're working on a few other things. So, okay. Um, so you never know. Yeah. You never know. But right. um, yeah. So and it's a free it's a free event. Yeah. So we offer the wine. We offer barbecue as well for lunch. And yeah. Turn up and you know invariably walk away with more money than we, we went with. But yeah, we, we don't get as much as many people there as what we, we would like. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like a celebration and a handover to the new season that's coming as well. Yeah, 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 that's right. So, yeah, but so that's the, that's the prize money. Yeah. But you know, you'll start to see some other things on podiums as well. So watch this space because good. Um, yeah, there's there's some little little things coming which um, yeah, I think nice, will just add to that winning experience. We, like we we want to make sure that the races aren't for sheep stations and you know people aren't pushing each other off their bikes to, to win um but we want something something on the podium for um yeah for the fact that you won because you know 30 people on a bike race it's not every day you win a bike race no no you know? no so, yeah. yeah how many, how many have you won uh, i think two yeah uh i think i've won a d and a c a yeah, um, couple of seconds so yeah how hard is it win a b grade race yeah pretty it's tough. pretty tough at the moment <laughs> yeah, yeah. um yeah. won't stop trying yeah. but yeah, I think having that extra little hook is is yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so for you guys to bring that in has been noticeable. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not like you've got a problem with registrations, but no, no. Um, yeah, it will certainly keep people yeah. you know interested coming back. Yeah. And if you get new people to the sport as well, yeah. um, anything that gets people coming back. And yeah, yeah so um, no, mate, what you guys have, yeah, been putting out. It's been great this season. Um, I did have a suggestion. This is from the left field, from Danny Savage, who is in our team. Yep. And he he's a sprinter. Yeah. So he wanted to throw it to you. What about a sprinter's jersey at the end of the year that gets awarded to the best sprinter yep. for the year? And he goes, how could it work? Because everything's with cost. He goes, I reckon reg cyclists would be happy to pay a dollar extra. Um, every time they register yeah. and that dollar, for example, go towards the jerseys purchased at the end of the year for each grade. Yeah. And he goes, because what I'd love to have then is you have a sprint, obviously at the finish line, yeah. you have a sprint mid-race in some grades yeah. um, to further promote the racing as well. Um, you don't need to answer it, mate, but um, he'd be pretty chuffed that, yeah, that one's thrown out well, there. Well, it's interesting. We used to have- That you know, would promote further racing. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sprints mid race are interesting. Yeah, they're, they're really interesting sprint points. We, you know, we, we have points race. Well, yeah. we used to, have, used to have a points race, which is a sprint every lap. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Having five sprints is a bit. It, it lifts the risk a little bit, I suppose. Yeah, it's, it does. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's a good idea. How good it be to have? Um, yeah, each grade has a jersey that that person oh, wears for the whole season. It's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a lead, maybe a lead, a points leader's jersey. Yeah, that could be a yeah, that could be a good idea. Mm. I'll race that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was, me, me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no, we love what love what's happening, and yeah, the commencement's coming up. Yeah. Um, yeah, you've got how many entry? Oh, the entrance entries are open for the commence. Open the entries on for the twenty first, twenty eighth, twenty eighth. Open the entries yeah. early. Uh, yeah. Obviously, it's a state championship and stuff. Um, and that opened on Saturday morning, yesterday morning. Yep. There was one entry yesterday when I looked. That was me, and there's yep. two today. So yep. we've had our first 
female entrant, which is fantastic to see. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but they'll come. They'll come pretty quick after, you know, we'll get, I'll, I'll open the entries tonight for everyone else for the um, the handicap on the weekend. So, yeah, um, obviously, I mean, we'll probably talk about that is, is you know, we've currently got the priority entry for members. So if you're, yeah. if you're a member, if you're a yep. member, there's about a five or six day period there it, or something. It is, yeah. yeah. Um, it's one of the benefits of being a member is, is you can enter early and not miss out on the race. Um, obviously, with wait lists, you've got to you've got to give your members something, I suppose. So um, something different to non-members, and and that's probably an option. Um, yeah, if you want to race, become a peel member, so you get the you get the early email, um, so you can register and not get on the wait list. Yeah. And, it's it's amazing. I, I can't believe it. You know, B and C grade, they are full Monday night. Chocolate's full Monday night. So you know, they're probably twenty in each registered when we when we close or when we open it to everyone else. Um, twenty members in each grade uh, before we open it, and then they they're gone. So that's three days. Yeah, yeah. two and a half days, and it's filled yeah. up. Yeah, mm. gone. Which is frustrating. Really frustrating that we've got to turn people away. Hmm. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I recently copped a fine for going across oh, the other side of the road yeah. in a Kajarina race. Yeah. And, yeah, someone who's still, you know, fairly new to the sport, you're like, ouch, that hurts. Um, but then, yeah, hearing your context today with safety, um, you're like, okay, so, yeah, if whatever we can do yeah. to just stay the right side of the road or the right side of the cones, whatever we can do, no matter how much in the red zone we are or whatever's going on, helps keep the racing at a higher volume at that venue with as many in the grade as possible because racing's better when you've got bigger numbers. So I guess um, hearing it in context really helps. Um, and just next time that you are racing on a course like Casuarina or Dog Hill, okay, every little bit of smart racing I do here flows on to what, what comes next time. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, it's unfortunate. It's another thing we didn't want to do uh, yeah. was was find people. But as a committee, we feel feels like we tried a lot of staff to get people to stay left. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, just we just weren't seeing that come through. And and there was a race I wasn't at. It was in Dog Hill, and yeah, there's a lot of comments about the grades. Um, a lot of comments about the behaviour in the bunch. So we made a decision that we need to have a commissaire follow every bunch or certainly the bigger ones um and that's what we'll have to do unfortunately yeah um, and but if the behavior changes you know, i think we'll we'll be able to increase the bunch yeah. bunch sizes you know? and with the commissaires you know maybe that's the option is to increase the, the bunch size have a commissaire behind every every bunch and 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 maintain that that um that control a little bit better mm. um mm. but it also comes down to the bunches, you know, we had an issue in Casuarina, even though we had commissaires, you know, A grade past C grade. Yep. Um, and, you know, supposedly A grade slowed up. Maybe they did. Don't know. But, yep. but once a big bunch passes you, it's pretty easy to sit on the sit on the back of the bunch. Um, so it was difficult to get a gap. Well, it was the, a gap didn't form, I suppose. Um, so it was difficult for the commissaires to get past. Um, and then some of the C graders thought they they could out 
they could beat the agros, so they jumped in, jumped past them, you know, made a bit of confusion. Luckily, the commissary was back behind the bunch and they didn't get their numbers taken, but they should have been taken and they should have been disqualified, but uh, they're just lucky that the commissary didn't, didn't get the number. But, yeah, what you're saying here is just, yeah, it's really resonating that, yeah, you've got one goal in mind and that is to continue safety. getting yeah. races happening yeah. and the only way for that to happen is prioritising safety. Yeah, that's um, right. And again, a few people to be unhappy for the majority to start, you know, yeah. ensuring that that continues and yeah. so be it. Um, I've, yeah, you talked about... Um, and, and unfortunately, we, had to, we find some good guys huh? yeah. that day, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I'll hope, I'll, hope I'm included in that chat, mate. <laughs> um, so the next thing is you just touched on there is C grade, um, catching up with, or keeping up with A grade, coming up with the Casuarina talking a bit of dross here, but the Kajarina President's Handicap next yep. week, um, when A-grade went past groups last year, they were flying at 48, 46 k's an hour. So I don't think at the moment the quality of A-grade, I don't think any groups are going to be jumping on well, A-grade at the moment. Well, it's, it's interesting. They are going fantastically. Yeah, yeah. It's, probably the thing, it's probably the thing that's caught us out the most is the speeds in the bunches have significantly increased. You know, A-grade... A grade crits going around 46, 47 k's an hour. You know, that race last year, the, the classic, you know, we, I think the handicapper um, banged on A grade to be around 33, 34 k's an hour. They, you know, they punched around there at 47. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, just amazing. Mm. But some big names turned up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was is, huge, wasn't it? It was, it was, it was yeah. amazing. It was really yeah. good to see. It's not good to see um, the, the bunch get caught. On the start of the last lap, but yeah, I know, yeah. But, um, but geez, they destroyed it. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really good. And and you know they had a essentially, you know, E grade had a lap and a bit head start. Um, so yeah. All right. This, so this, this year would be interesting. Getting into Saturday, who's yeah. whose job? Well, whose job is it? How many people do it? And uh, uh, do they do they look at riders' details on Strava? Going into it, oh, we look at lots of stuff. Yeah, um, and it's interesting. You know, the thing with um, entry box is, you know, we've got a committee. We've got a committee of um, handicappers, which basically made up a committee. And and I'll, you can log on to entry box at any time and put comments in. You know, about grading. You know, this guy should be here or this person should be there, and it works really well. Um, it's another big you know, tick for entry boss. It's a oh yeah, entry boss. Is yep. amazing. It's amazing. Yes, it's a game changer for us. But yep. um, but to be able to grade, and you know, we've got five people that will just review. You know, review. I mean, one of them is Pete Dawson. Is you know, yeah, world, world champion, but he got medalist. Yep. Um, you know, he he'll go through and grade and and help us. You know, this this helps. But you know, at the end of the day, it's a bit of a committee decision on the time gap and, and stuff. Um, I won't tell you who, but um, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's a committee decision. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And and we'll work out on the day. So we'll get we'll get all the so on the what, Saturday. What, no, no, we'll 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 have it all um, set. Yep. You'll get a you'll get your your um your starting position as you normally do with their email. But, yep. Um, and then the Friday night, night come through. Know, probably, yeah, on Friday yeah. night, we probably know the gaps until um, until you get there till Saturday. Oh, yeah. magnificent. Yeah. So oh, the handicap, mate. Just go from the gun. Yeah. Just go from the gun, get a bunch together and away you go. Oh, you just know that um, yeah. it's the day where you're going to hurt probably more than yeah. a few others on the yeah. calendar. Yeah. Um, last year, yeah, in the bunch that we were, we were rolling through beautifully, best communication we've had in our 
handicaps. Yeah. And then, yeah, just Get out rolling. of nowhere, A grade just came past. Yeah. And uh, so that was but, an awesome day. And um, this should be another good addition. And we usually, yeah. we usually have the handicap in the hills before this one as well. Yeah. But they, got, they got postponed. Yep. Just because of approvals, essentially. Yep. Um, which is unfortunate, but it just had to get changed. But it's, it's usually a really good lead up into Collie Donnybrook. You know, so we have the, the hilly handicap and we have the, the Presence Cup and then almost two weeks later into the Collie Brock Donnybrook. And yeah. you know, interesting last year, yeah. you know, A grade with all the same people who are in the Collie Donnybrook absolutely destroyed destroyed the race. They yeah. did, yeah. Yeah, they let the bloody um, chop group get away from yeah. them in um, Collie yeah. Donnybrook, which, yeah. is, which is quite funny, you know, so just lazy. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have a, I reckon, a humdinger this Saturday for the Kajarina yeah. Prez Cup. Um, so, no, a bit of fun there. There's, there's a lot of racing coming up. Um, yeah, we've covered a fair bit. Is there anything else from your, I was going to ask you, anything else that you want to promote to your, your club? Uh, probably the first thing is we'd love to see more people in Peel Kit. You know, there's been a bit of conjecture over the last few years our kits either you love it or you hate it. Um, yeah. You know, we we got a lot of members. We got a lot, hell of a lot of members out there, but we don't see a lot of a lot of the um, the peel kit out and about. You know, you see lots of the the um, the bike shops and yep. you know, all that sort of stuff. Yep. Um, so we've gone to redesign it. We've got a new a new um, manufacturer. We've gone away from local supply. Yeah. Um, you know, that was a committee decision. Yep. Um, but you know we're pretty happy with the new kit, and you know the, the pool is open now, so it'd be good to see more people in your kit. Be, yeah, mate. Be proud you of the club. Be proud of your club, and, and yeah. wear the kit. Yeah, you put it out on all all um yeah channels basically, and yeah. it's on the Friends of Peel as well. And yeah. um yeah, so all right, it's, it's something we've always struggled with. Yeah, um you know we ha we have a view that we don't put any sponsors on the kit. Yeah, um because it's a you know it's a club kit. Yeah. You know, we really don't need to, so we don't want to change it too often. Um, so yeah, yeah. So get into it. Rip in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what a, else? There's a, there's a, a there's two, two, two choices of jersey. You can yeah. call it a away jersey or a home jersey or yeah. a winter summer. whatever yeah. you like. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, get into it. And all that money again goes back to you guys. So we don't make any money yeah. in the kit. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It goes back to the organisation of the kit and yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. For us, if we want to be a part of one club, yeah, 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 um, yeah. Anything else that um, you want to, yeah, put out there for for the club before we wrap up today? No, I don't. I don't think so. I, you know, as I said, I'm I'm pretty passionate about the club, and I I really enjoy what we do. And you know, the volunteers, you know, they're the guys that deserve the the um, the praise. It's you know, it's it's. Difficult putting on races. It's not easy. Um, yeah, the same guys week in week out get up, get there early, set up the registration desk, and you know they're always there late pulling, pulling things down. Um, but you know the, the people that help us out, and so it's, it's difficult to name them all. But you know the guys on the corners, the guys on the registration desk, parents that come out that help. Um, it's just amazing, you know, and. And they're the guys that, that uh, really deserve the the thanks and the, and the praise. So, when you see someone standing on the corner, say thanks. Yeah. All right. That's that's what I'd love to love everyone to see. So, yeah. There you go. If you take one thing away from today's pod, mate, that's probably the most yeah. important one. Yeah. 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 Um, now we love it right now. Um, yeah, I've been coming down for about 
three, four years, and Craig and Danny, who I ride with a lot, they've been from lakes a, a lot longer than that. And, uh, yeah, there's a really awesome culture at the moment. Yeah. And, yeah, it's direct re a reflection of the time that you guys are putting in. And um, for this yeah, winter schedule, it looks just incredible. Yeah. Um, and that Peel Classic is, yeah, it's going to be a big day. Um, so, yeah. Peel Classic is massive. If you're not riding it, let us know and we'll put you in the car behind it. Or in front of it. There you go, guys. Yeah. 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 It'll be a, a big day. And, um, yeah, let's count down to that one. And, um, yeah, let's let's get a few more people at the uh, wind-up this year. That'd be great. On the yeah. plonk. On the plonk, yeah. Big yeah. Day. yeah, yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing uh, better than talking but bike. It's, it's, bike like 40 degrees. it's either 40 degrees or 20. So, yeah, yeah. Laughing. Yeah. All right, mate. Thanks for your time. Beautiful. Thanks, Good so. fun. Thank you very much. Well, that was awesome. A big thanks to Clint for his time and just really awesome to get his insight into what's going on behind the scenes at Peel and uh, the theme for clubs and the challenges that they face in providing racing for us. And yeah, as a new cyclist the last few years, I guess when I first came down, it was just my thoughts were, you know, that day about my own race, trying to survive the bunch or sneak in for a sprint. And I guess now, yeah, it changes my perspective a bit more and when we are getting down there, right, okay. So we're lucky to have these races on at these different venues and, yeah, I've got a responsibility to to race well and race smart so that, yeah, we can keep getting back there, all of us, and um, have these opportunities for such great, great high-quality racing. So, yeah, um, yeah, look, I'm looking to interview other clubs and, yeah, look out for those pods upcoming. But while you're waiting for those bangers, Go through the scroll through my previous ones, and uh, the most recent one I recommend was with trail runner Fran Lang, uh, a good friend of mine who, yeah, was um, reaching some awesome heights with her trail running and ultra distances before she, um, yeah, fell pregnant with her little boy. And um, she talks about having to come back from that and, you know, reaching those heights she had previously. So even if you're not a runner, you know, there's good insight into how you have to you know, adjust your training and uh, adjust your goals and then fight your way back. And so, yeah, tuck into that one. I love your feedback, guys and girls. So, yeah, it keeps me motivated for the pod. So jump online and, and let me know what you thought of today's one and uh, be much appreciated. Enjoy the racing ahead, whatever your involvement. It definitely promises to satisfy no matter what. Uh, can't wait for the Peel Classic and what's ahead and, Definitely going to have a few sherbets when it comes to the uh, season wind-up in November. So, guys, it's been fun. Hope you enjoyed again the amateur hour. Cheers, guys.